0: The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. Up next on The Believer's Walk of Faith.
1: You've been called for such a time as this. If you didn't have what it takes, you wouldn't be sitting up in here. And I'm saying you've got so much in you till you can face a burning, Hello, Bill Winston here, and welcome to the Believer's Walk of Faith, where we walk by faith and not by sight. Well, we as a church have work to do, and quite frankly, a little time to do it in. So what we have to do is realize that we got to be strong. I mean, we're coming up against things in the last days that no generation before us has come up against but we're going to have to be strong and not weak. We're going to have to stand in faith. And I mean, be able to put on that full armor of God and, 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 and so forth. Here's what I believe. Before we leave this earth, the church is going to be so attractive until everybody's going to want to be a Christian. Praise God. Let's go into today's teaching. It's powerful. It's called the greater works volume two. When you got saved, also your body can be made alive. You, you Now what's been ailing your body, the anointing that's in you can actually heal your body. Or somebody can lay hands on you and you'll recover. Or you'll call for the elders of the church. They'll anoint you with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save or heal the sick. The Lord will raise him up and have been in his sins and be forgotten, forgiven. And I'm just saying, notice, he can quicken your spirit. It, quicken your body guess what he can quicken your mind he can make it so you like uh let's say Gideon Gideon was he knew he was stupid and he raised, he got a hold of God the Bible says the spirit of God came on him and now he could lead an army now if he can do it with Gideon he can do it with you come on now. So I'm saying, God will quicken your spirit, your soul, and your body. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 23, please. And the very God of peace, what? Sanctify you, what? Holy. I pray God that your whole what? Spirit, come on. Soul, come on. And body be what? preserve blameless to the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. But when He delivers you, He said in in Exodus chapter 3 and verse 19, He said, Listen, Moses, I'm going to send you on down there. He said, I'm sure that the king of Egypt will not let you go, no, not by a mighty hand. But I'm going to stretch out my hand and I will smite Egypt with all my wonders, which I will do in the midst thereof. And after that, He will let you go. And get this, I'm going to give this. people, favor in the sight of the Egyptians. And when you come to pass, when you go, you will not go empty. Every woman shall borrow of her neighbor, of her uh, sojourner in her house, jewels of silver, jewels of gold, so forth and so on. So what am I saying? Spirit, soul, and body quicken, but redemption is not complete without divine provision. That you will never, you will never meant to be let go without some moolah. Now, the things of God are consistent right throughout the Bible. Now, here is what's happening. Moses had to go down and get those people out of there. Jesus, when he came, he came up out of that tomb. He did open combat with Satan. This, he defeated him. As a man, he defeated him. And then what happened is now he then goes up to the the mercy seat of heaven and goes right into the presence of God. I'm talking about being born again and going right into the presence of the Father because once you're born again, you're clean. You have been made righteous. And he put that blood on the mercy seat and the blood cries out to the Father, not guilty. And everybody in here, because of that blood, once you plead the blood, then once you come through the redemption that the blood has purchased for you, you are no longer guilty. Say amen to that. Now, in this, Moses had to lead him out. But my point to you is, as he said, over in uh, Isaiah 61 in verse 2. He started with the vengeance of the Lord, of God. Now, he says vengeance. So what I did for you is I looked up the word vengeance. It doesn't mean revenge. It has nothing to do with some kind of hate or some kind of emotional resentment or revenge, but it's a necessity of punishing offenders proceeding from a heart of justice. The, <laughs> the necessity of punishing offenders coming or proceeding from a heart of justice now because many of the church have not understand vengeance they have been victims now understand it is a mystery say mystery, mystery. the vengeance of the lord had to be with moses Now, Moses goes down there to Pharaoh to let my people go. Now, at first, Moses didn't want to go. He knows how powerful Pharaoh was. And God said, no, Moses, let me demonstrate something. Put your hand in your bosom. Put it in there. He said, pull it out. It was leprous. He said, whoa. He said, put it back in there. Put it back in there. Pull it out again. It was whole. hmm So now Moses is seeing something that's changing his attitude about what he's got going for him. Now look at Hosea chapter four, verse six, and he said this, he said, my people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. Look at Isaiah chapter five and verse uh, 13, please. I'm just, I'm giving you this now because we're going somewhere. He said, therefore my people are gone into captivity because they have what? No knowledge. Let's look at Proverbs chapter 24 and verse five, please. You see, God's people have not had any knowledge. wise A wise man is strong. Yea, a man of knowledge increases strength. Look at verse 10. If you faint in the day of adversity... It's because your strength is small. Now, if your strength is small, how do you get it stronger? Knowledge. Can't you see? Revelation makes you strong. And God's people have not had people who've been sent who can teach so that their people can get revelation so that they can stand before the pharaohs of this hour and tell them to let my people go. Now, if you don't have God with you, then you have not the greater one in you. But if you've got the greater one in you, I'm telling you, you can stand before any force that Satan or Pharaoh can put up and put him down. Now, how far down do you want him to come? Look at Hebrews chapter one, verse 13. Over in Hebrews chapter one, verse 13, he said this. He said, but to whom to which of the angels said he at any time, sit on my right hand until I make thy enemies thy footstool. Now this is God talking to Jesus who's been raised from the dead. Sit on my right hand, the father says, until I make your enemies your footstool. Now wait a minute. Jesus is the head of the church. So hand, you sit here. Your body is down in the earth. Now what I'm going to do, I want you to stay here till I make Satan your footstool. So your feet are not in the head. The feet are in the body. You are the body. So Satan is going to be put. Under your feet, this is how far down he's gonna go, and it's fulfilling of the prophetic word that God said to Eve and Adam that your his your feet gonna bruise his head. You see, you got to understand that all this is prophetic, that you've been called for such a time as this. If you didn't have what it takes, you wouldn't be sitting up in here. And saying you've got so much in you till you can face a burning, fiery furnace and say the God that I serve he will deliver me. Now you can see that if you've got that kind of knowledge, it's going to change your attitude and your behavior because when they say I'm taking Bibles out of school, you can say no you're not. See, and you can't say no, you're not, if you don't have enough knowledge. But now you're about to get knowledge. Some of y'all looking at me like you're scared. Listen here now you're about to get knowledge. You're going to be like Esther, how Esther stood before the king. Esther didn't want to go. She said, look, look at Mordecai, Uncle Mordecai. If I go before the king, king, now you know, if he didn't invite you into this chamber, you can get your head cut off. He said, Esther, now look here, girl. If you don't go, God's going to deliver us some other way. Didn't he say that? Yeah. Esther, what did she do? She fasted. She fasted for uh, three days, then put on her royal apparel, kind of like me. She put on her don't don't hate participate. Put on her royal apparel, and she went and stood before the king. But what happened when you do that with no fear? The anointing kicks in, and one of the aspects of the anointing is favor. See, but you cannot fear. See, I don't want to see the look on your face that I see on that now, because you got to have a look that you're happy to be there. Say amen to this. And I'm saying you stand before them and the demonic system of the world will start bowing. But that's why it's going to transfer. But it's not going to transfer to a bunch of weak Christians that are crying and aching about what color the carpet is. In here we're strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. This is no time for a bunch of belly aching and a bunch of weak Christians. And chose you to do it. Now you can fold up and turn back on this mission if you want to, and God will get somebody else, but you will lose that reward. See, I'm 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 through fooling around with a bunch of Christians that don't want nothing, don't want to go nowhere, don't wanna have nothing. And Of Satan under our feet. I got I got something. I just got in the spirit. Stand up and just stomp just for a minute. Just, just stand up and just stomp for a minute. All right. That's it. That's it. Sit down. Hey, we to be pulling as one army. The Bible says over in Joel chapter 2, they will not break rank. You got a neighbor in the hospital, a brother or sister in the hospital, you're going to go and say, where is he? Get, take some of the saints over there and raise them up. Raise them up. Don't be pointing a finger at them, stand in the gap for them. This is not a time for a bunch of weak Christians. We got work to do and a short time to do it. Now what Christians think, they think they're going to go to heaven and God and all this is going to be a mess and God going to jerk them out of here right on time. That is garbage and it has made the church weak. When we leave here, we're going to be so attractive until everybody want to be in the church. Watch this, and you'll not be ashamed to say I'm a Christian. Some of you right now, you will not even, well, not you, but some Christians will not even bow their head and bless their food because they're in public. You are intimidated. you you going to let the devil tell you you can't bow your head. no longer. No longer. They better be, they better watch it cause you just may stand up and say, Hey, I'm going to bless everybody food. Hold on just a minute. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, these pig feet are blessed. He goes down, sends Moses down there. Look what he says in Exodus 7 1. He tells Moses this. The Lord said unto Moses, See, I've made you a god to Pharaoh. God to him. Whatever he can pull, you got something better. It went over and on over further in that same chapter. And it went over here and it says, And the Lord spake unto Moses and Aaron and said, so When Pharaoh shall speak to you and say, Show me a miracle, thou shalt, shalt say unto Aaron, Take thy rod and cast it before Pharaoh, and it's going to become a serpent. And Moses and Aaron went into Pharaoh And they did so as the Lord had commanded. And Aaron cast down his rod before Pharaoh and before his servants, and it became a serpent. Then Pharaoh also called the wise men and the sorcerers, now the magicians of Egypt, they also did in like manner with their what? Enchantments. For they cast down every man his rod, and they became a serpent. But Aaron's rod did what? swallowed up their rods. That's what Jesus did. He swallowed up sin. Watch this. And then turned back into a rod. So I'm here to tell you right now that they do have some power, but the greater one is in you. The greater one is in you. Now notice Moses' attitude had to change about Pharaoh. You had to be willing to stand up toe to toe. And let him know, this is what I'm gonna do, homie, and this is this 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 is it. I'm not bowing anymore Amen. to your your evil government. Amen. And now, let's go on over to Exodus chapter nine, and let's just see what happened over there. And they took ashes of the, of the furnace. And stood before Pharaoh and Moses sprinkled it up toward heaven and it became a boil breaking forth with blands or blands upon man and upon beasts. And what is that? It's inflammation. People, a lot of people suffer from that today. Eating the wrong foods, inflammation of the organs. As a result of that, first thing that happen, resistance goes down. People get subject to stuff. And that's a part of the curse. So notice, the magicians who was trying to curse him got cursed. Amen. And I'm here to tell you, no weapon formed Amen. against you shall prosper. Watch this. And every tongue that tries to send out a curse against you is going to be condemned. Yeah. You can't curse what's been blessed. Ain't yeah. no witchcraft affect you ever again. See it affects the mind. Makes you think you're sick. Makes you think something's going to happen to you. Make that, that switch, that's which that's that's a spirit of the devil. Cast that thing down. Cast down that imagination. God said that you're going to be protected. Amen. So when you're divinely positioned, you're divinely protected. Amen. Nothing can touch you. Touch not my who. I know. Not Put it up there, Psalm 105, verse 14. He suffered no man to do them what? Wrong. Yea, he reproved kings for their sake, saying, touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. So I'm here to tell you, God's going to make it so. They can't touch it. Now, here's Pharaoh, and Pharaoh stayed going after Moses right after he got released because Pharaoh finally let him go, but he made one mistake. He went after him. Look what it says here, and Moses said unto the people, fear not you not, stand still now and see what? Salvation of the Lord, which he will show you today. For the Egyptians who you have seen today, you'll see them no more again. Forever. Notice what he did. He decreed what was going to be done. You're not going to see him anymore. And what he said the Lord shall do what for you? Fight for you? Hold your peace. In other words, don't you dare try to get revenge don't you dare try to do it. If you do it, you cut off that anointing. Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 30, please. And look what he says. He says, for we know him that has said vengeance belongs to me and I will recompense, saith the Lord. And again, the Lord shall do what? He's going to judge his people. what am I saying to you? Uh Uh-uh. He's going to make it so they can't touch you or your family. Do you believe that? Not only that, whatever the devil has done to you, God's going to reverse it. Now, look what he says over in Ezekiel chapter 33. Amen. I want to make this clear because God is a God of love. He said, Say to them, as I live, saith the Lord God, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but that the wicked should turn from his way and live. They're harassing you. God will warn them, say, quit it. He'll give them a dream, quit it. He'll give them some kind of divine providence. he said, stop that. Amen. And then all of a sudden something's going to happen. He's going to give them a definite sign that they're doing the wrong thing. And if they keep harassing you and try to block you from your destiny, God will either torment them or terminate them. Because we have not known vengeance, we have been victims. But he showed Moses that That's all Moses needed. He went down there with a whole new boldness, stood up to Pharaoh. Let my people go. Well, I trust that you were blessed by that powerful teaching. Now, here's a point you want to remember in today's message. When you are divinely positioned, you're divinely protected. I mean, I remember when we started Lake of Pulaski, when we started here in Chicago on the west side, where we started, I mean, there was shooting, so forth and so on. But we started right in the middle of that, divinely protected. I mean, (laughs) it it happened to be that, matter of fact, we were being used by God to run drug dealers out of the whole place. Now, I'm not saying we did it. But we had a lady who came and believed God and took a, some blessed oil that I gave her and poured it down the middle of the street. At, they stopped selling drugs on the street. I mean, it, it disappeared. Now, what am I saying? I'm saying that once you're divinely positioned, you're divinely protected. That becomes your jurisdiction. Your neighborhood is your jurisdiction. Come on, where you go to work, your jurisdiction. And everything that the enemy has planned, you can keep it under your foot. Praise God. Well, until next time, this is Bill Winston saying we love you and keep walking
2: by faith. The challenges of life can often leave you feeling trapped, frustrated, and unfulfilled. And even those who have found success in their life sometimes feel they've hit a roadblock, keeping them from their ultimate dreams and goals. Well, the time has come to break through these roadblocks and remove the limits the enemy has placed on your life. God's Holy Spirit is ready and waiting to deliver Jesus' promise of greater works in your life right now. Your time for transformation has arrived. Call us now at 800-711-9327 or go online to billwinston.org in the U.S. Or in Canada, call us at 844-298-2900 or go online to BillWinston.ca to order the message, The Greater Works, Volume 2. In this life-changing teaching, Dr. Bill Winston explains how to expand your thinking and stop your fears from blocking your destiny. You'll learn how to look beyond your physical senses and tap into the spiritual greatness God has in store for you accomplish greater goals achieve greater purpose take your understanding to a whole new level of prosperity not only for yourself but for the lives of those you encounter daily Let the Holy Spirit open doors to possibilities you've only imagined and prepare yourself for the anointing of wisdom, opportunity, and protection in your work, home, and relationships. Don't settle for unanswered prayers one moment longer. Activate your anointing today. Call now to choose this teaching in either DVD, MP4, CD, or MP3 formats and begin to drive fear out and allow the power of God to flow into your life in every way imaginable. Total fulfillment is yours to claim so don't accept anything less. Know that you are anointed, you are built to conquer fear, and you are guaranteed to triumph over any challenge set in your path. God has called you to a new level of greatness. Now, answer that call today. Operators
0: are standing by. Doctors Bill and Veronica Winston are dedicated to seeing lives changed through the power of prayer. Our loving and highly trained prayer ministers are ready to pray and agree with you. We know that prayer can turn around any situation in your life. Contact us by phone at one 543 9443 or submit your prayer request online at billwinston.org forward slash prayer. Follow us on Periscope and Facebook to join us for our regular live prayer sessions. The mission of Bill Winston Ministries is to preach the gospel of the kingdom throughout the world. This broadcast has been made available to you through the faithful support of Bill Winston ministry partners and friends. We invite you to become a partner and join Dr. Bill Winston as he trains believers how to live independent of this world system and have dominion over it. Thank you, Bill Winston ministry partners and viewers for your continuous support of the Believer's Walk of Faith broadcast. THE BELIEVER'S WALK OF FAITH IS PAID FOR BY BILL WINSTON MINISTRY'S PARTNERS AND VIEWERS.